This show may contain strong language and sexual content. If you're a minor looking for information or help without all the grown-up stuff, visit our website at mygayagendapodcast.com for resources. This episode contains discussion of body image, alcohol, and wardrobe struggles in the transgender and gender non-conforming communities. It also contains discussions about the LGBTQIA community, but you probably figured that out already. It's right in the title. Monday, we're super gay. Tuesday is also gay. Wednesday is still pretty gay. And Thursday, I have a night class. Friday, we continue to be gay. Saturday is the gayest day. Sunday, yeah, it's still gay, but we also record a podcast. Hello and welcome to My Gay Agenda, an investigative podcast where we interview the queer community and plan our world domination. My name is Jen. My name is CJ and we are your co-conspirators in discuss- nope. Co-conspirators in plotting, in fact. We don't just discuss here. Let's (laughs) get that straight. We're not just talk. We're not just talk. We plot. God damn it. Whatever it is that the cisgender heterosexual people think it is we're doing. Sorry, I'm getting wicked distracted. My dad is straight (laughs) up like banging pots and pans upstairs. I love him to death, but oh my god. All right. Anyway, so that's what we're doing. We plot and I'm dying. (laughs) CJ, would you like to tell us what's on the buy schedule for this uh, hashtag very special episode? I sure will if I stop being distracted. Uh, We're going to talk about us. Let's talk about you and me. Right, yeah. We're talking about the two of us. It's been uh, nearly a year now since we started this. And wow, with all the talk about how queerness and identity and gender and sexuality are all super fluid, wouldn't you know it, in that year, both of us have changed an awful lot. Yeah, we caught the gay kind of we caught the game i'm like i i we joke slash then elaborate that it's not a joke later a lot on this show about like how the show makes us gay i cannot stress enough the general importance of hearing other queer people talk about stuff because the more and more you hear other people talk about their experiences you go oh shit no i do this and then you go on a journey. Yeah, yeah. In the same way that it's like, oh, maybe if there was representation for queer people in children's media, people would recognize something about themselves a lot sooner. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast has been a lot of like, oh, that sounds kind of familiar. Wait a minute. Yep, yep. That's exactly <laughs> it. Though mine mine had started uh, before um, the podcast, but the podcast certainly exacerbated the issue. <laughs> Oh right, no. In your in in um our second episode when we interviewed you, you you mentioned thoughts and questions. Yeah, I mean, and it seemed like as soon as we started recording the podcast, it was like, nope, this is a thing to address right now. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I guess this segues into discussing my thing, um, because uh, yeah, in the second episode, I I, I literally just mentioned it in one sentence. Uh, during my interview and then mostly focused on like bisexuality and like all the other stuff that goes along with that but I didn't like in terms of gender I literally just said something like and I am questioning my gender right now and then and then I didn't talk about it and then a couple of months later I changed my name and actively refused to discuss it (laughs) okay caught the gay yeah I, I done did didn't I Done caught it. All right. Uh, so I guess starting off with me and my thing. Um, when we were first recording, I was more questioning my gender. Um, I was assigned female at birth, and for the bulk majority of my life, identified as a woman. Um, and then uh, beginning last August, I want to say last August, I started realizing that woman stopped making sense for me anymore. Um, like mm. I very strongly felt like not a woman. Um, so then I went on a gender journey, um, and <laughs> the short story, which I suppose we'll get into the long story later, is that I am non-binary. Specifically, I am androgene. 
So I, I was unfamiliar with that. I mean, I'd seen that term, but I'd never heard it out loud before you started using it. Yeah. Um, would you like to elaborate yeah. on that? Yeah, for sure. Um, it's not really a common one, which is why I usually just stick with using non-binary, because like people know the word bi- non-binary uh, generally, mm. but... Straight up, no one has heard it. Of an- like, even my queer friends haven't really heard much about androgene. And I'm like, what? But I, it, it is on the internet, and thus it's true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it has origins before that. It's pretty much just like the noun version of androgynous. Um, the more um, uh, binary definition of it is like both feminine and masculine um i don't really abide by that nor do a lot of people who use the word androgene um it's pretty much like a catch-all for like um sort of a combination of neither or both binary genders so i'm kind of like i've been saying i'm like a gender milkshake like <laughs> i love like that. people have gender like it's like uh gender fluid folks sometimes i hear them talk about like oh this day i feel like more feminine and this day i feel more masculine and i don't really have fluctuations like that i am consistently androgynous okay like even on days where i like present more feminine or more masculine or anything like that i always feel androgynous it's all swirled together in that milkshake. Yeah, so it's like once once it's all blended in, you can't really like pick them apart. You know, it's it's the milkshake. You, that it, that's it. Mm. So that's how I feel. Um, but as a result of that, I have uh, switched my name. Uh, formerly, I, I mean, like we have switched the name on the podcast for a couple of episodes now. Um, but just to make it clear, my name is CJ, and I use they them pronouns. Right, yeah, right. We had that one episode where, in the very beginning, you were like, "By the way." Yeah, and then, and then, uh, our, it was uh, Kelsey with uh, Gata Sciences, and they were like, "Oh, like now I want to hear your thing," and I'm like, "No, <laughs> absolutely not." <laughs> no, abs. I, mm, I mean, I mean, like, I still. <laughs> it's sort of a petty resentment, but also like a laziness and exhaustion already. Um, I just don't want to come out or invite people in or whatever. Like, I have been doing that for years and years and years now as, like, bisexual. And now even, like, this one, he feels even more like it has to happen. And I don't feel like explaining it to people. Because with bisexuality, you don't really know about somebody's orientation until, like, they say it. Or you see them with, like, their partner or partners or, like... It comes up in conversation, or you're having sex with them. Like it, it's not part of the day to day, typically. Whereas with gender, sort of just has an impact on how people interact with you, how you're dressed, sort of your daily life. So before, where like at work, for example, like any of the patrons coming up to me and talking to me are not going to know that I'm bisexual unless I'm at the box office being like, I'm bi. Whereas, which to be fair, which to be fair, I do anyway. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But with gender, it would not be out of character. Yeah, but with gender, it's like even just introducing myself has that baggage of explanation, Mm. and I just have a distinct, which is ironic because we do a queer education uh, podcast. But I have a, I just am not interested in explaining myself to people i just want to be and do it'd be so nice if my appearance reflected that in any capacity but haha people will still assume feminine so it's a constant having to re-explain where i'm i just don't feel like it i just want to go about my day (laughs) gay agenda item Fighting for a world where we don't have to come out anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like in the in the ideal queer theory universe, we wouldn't have to come out slash invite people in. It'd just kind of be like, because we wouldn't have like the assumption of cisgender or heterosexual until proven otherwise. It'd just mm. kind of be like, you happen. <laughs> but we're not in that queer theory utopia quite yet. So in the meantime, um, but before, like, uh, like with that episode where I was like, no, 
uh, before I was like, I'm just not going to come out. Fuck it. I'm just, just not going to do it. But with the name and pronoun change as sort of necessitated an explanation. And that explanation has then been coming out. Because that's mm. what coming out is. It's explaining yourself to others. Which is not anything anyone ever wants to do. Yeah, it's just like, no, I just, I just want to, I just want to be instead. But no, instead, I'm gonna sit down and explain. Um, that said, I mean, it hasn't been the literal worst case scenario. Um, I recently made the switch at my work. Like, I have like a day job, daytime job, um, working at a nonprofit theater. And what I did was, uh, well, first I talked to my boss about it, and like. Everyone at my work is, like, super chill about queer stuff. Like, I might be the only queer person working there. I don't know for sure. Um, I'm certainly the one who's out. Uh, so, like, mm. so they're all understanding and active allies. So I just talked to my boss about it first and then was like, great, I'm going to talk about this at staff meeting. Um, and I made a joke, like, I'm going to bring a PowerPoint. And she's like, haha, that'd be funny. And I'm like, haha, yeah, I am going to bring a PowerPoint. So I did create <laughs> a PowerPoint presentation um, and present it at a staff meeting. Oh, I want to see that. Oh, well, um, I may be sharing it on Facebook, uh, which, again, would be coming out. Um, <laughs> but if I decide to do that, I'm going to be sharing it on Facebook. Uh, but I could shoot it to you in an email. I think it's a very good PowerPoint presentation. I would love to see it. And it's funny to me that you said you might share it on Facebook because that's that's a fun echo of your story of how you came out as bi. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I was just thinking about this today. Social media is, simultaneously, it is a hellscape. It's an absolute fucking hellscape, social media. Like, mm. anyone can tell you it's really a mixed bag. Um, however, oh, the boy. big, 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 big advantage of social media is it's a direct way to communicate with everybody you know immediately. Yep. And, like, uh, when I changed my name, um, after that, I still was used to people calling me Christina, and I'd be like, no, it's, it's CJ now, actually. Um, so I was anticipating I'd just have to do that pretty much, like, for any new interaction I was going into, like, even with friends. Um, but then... I would see people for the first time after doing that and they'd immediately, right off the bat, be like, hey, CJ, how's it going? What's up? And, like, they'd know right away. And I was like, fuck yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, it, 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 the posting on Facebook did all of the work for me. Like, changing my name on social media did a lot of my work. Mm. So. The internet is good sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it's good for spreading information. Like, who... Who even, who thought of it? Mark Zuckerberg? Um, <laughs> oh yeah, anyway, um, so that's kind of been the change. It's mostly been, like, I'm, st it's still, like, pretty new, like, being open about it. Um, I've been coming out in waves more. Um, uh, my, my family's all chill with it, like, they all get it. Um, like, all my friends, obviously. Um, wait, okay, so the first time I came out, super quick story. Uh, the first time I, like, came out, came out was at a uh, performance in Philadelphia. It was, like, a queer comedy night. And the house was packed. It was at uh, the Philly Improv Theater. And, like, the house was packed. And um, backstage, I thought it would be a funny joke when I was introducing myself to say, like, oh, just a little, like, my queer credentials. I've been bisexual. I've been identifying as bisexual since uh, 2010. And I've only been out as non-binary since now and i was like haha what a funny joke and then i said it and the room just exploded like <laughs> screaming and i realized oh. the impact of what it is i had done like i forgot that that joke meant i was coming out for the first time in front of a crowd of my friends and loved ones <laughs> You thought there would be laughter, instead just so much support. Yeah, exactly. It was like overwhelming love and support, which is of course very good, but I just I my the reaction I had anticipated was, haha. -ha. <laughs> 
I was hoping you would share that story. <laughs> yeah. And uh, like I went backstage and everybody's like, oh my God, did you just come out? And I'm like, oh my God, I think I just came out. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> and like I had like friends messaging me like, congratulations. And I'm like, about my song? <laughs> <laughs> it was a good song. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. I, I wrote it myself. Um, yeah. So that's where, that's where I've been at. Name change. I'm still just as bisexual as ever. <laughs> and, and yeah, that's me. That should be your tagline. Bi as ever. Just as bi as ever. Yes. Oh, that's going on my resume so hard. Excellent. <laughs> All right. It was nice to get a little update. Yeah. Want to talk about you? Oh, oh gosh. Um, I mean, nearly always. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so you you were discussing your your gender journey. I am I'm still in the midst of one myself. Word. Um. <laughs> I think it was it was shortly after you you uh, bit the bullet and came out that I was like starting to to think, and then I was like, oh no, what if everyone <laughs> thinks I'm copying CJ? <laughs> oh my gosh, I have such. Uh, debilitating anxiety around the prospect that somebody will think I'm copying them. Mm. Like, the amount of times that, like, our friend Wyatt, like, the amount of times our hair has matched, and we've been like, haha, yeah, we're twins, and I'm like, oh my god, Wyatt hates me. (laughs) It was exactly like that. That, I had that exact same fear. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, it's, uh, it's still, I'm still trying to figure things out i'm i'm definitely not as cis as i once believed right but more than that has been really hard to parse uh i've sort of recently sort of uh given up on trying to force a definition Mm -hmm. or a label and i'm sort of just letting myself rest under i don't know is gender gender queer used as an umbrella term um it kind of it's less of an umbrella term than say non-binary. Uh, gender queer just sort of is more like um, like it, having a queer gender. <laughs> the well, name explains itself, but like it's sort of yeah. like yeah, um, yeah. Shit, I, we defined I, it for real during Cortland's episode. <laughs> I'm gonna go look that up right now. Okay, gender queer. Uh, denoting or relating to a person who does not subscribe to conventional gender distinctions, but identifies with neither, both, or a combination of binary genders. Okay. Well, I might be like, I don't know if it's temporary. Right now, I'm kind of vibing with gender queer in that my gender is definitely queer. <laughs> and then, if you want more details than that, we have to sit down and have like a thirty-minute conversation. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say it. We're doing a podcast about ourselves, so oh no, can we have that conversation? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I meant like in a general thing. If sure. somebody like okay, yeah, were yeah, to yeah. ask me at a party, I'd be like, "Well, I can give you a short answer or a long answer." <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, because um, I don't know if gender queer is the label for me but it it definitely feels like a nice easy like this will definitely get across the gist of it sure yeah i definitely um um, on my own journey just kind of like try i would just literally just try on a label for a few days and just kind of see if i felt comfortable every once in a while just being like i'm genderqueer and then i'd be like how did that make me feel yeah (laughs) it was it was um at a party of yours that I was like, I think a demigirl, maybe? And then, like, not that long afterwards, I was like, maybe not that. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, sometimes, you, I don't... like, I, I did say drunkenly at some point to a friend that I was genderqueer. Then I started crying. I was very drunk. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and then a few I days and then like when confronted about it later first i was like all right well first of all i was super drunk so my bad second of all i don't think that labels me actually like that could have that could have been my happened. coming out moment just me sobbing drunk at a party but you know i don't know if that happened more than once or if you're talking at a time but i definitely remember being at a party where you, that was you it. had that exact experience that that was the party that was it. Ah, uh, got it. Yeah. 
I I was a bit of a I was a bit of a hot mess for a while, uh, vis-a-vis like on my gender journey. I just felt miserable all the time. So oh. <laughs> it'd just be like cries. Well, there's a lot of feelings and um I know I was just tweeting the other day about how um like I don't know if it's me coming to terms with being more non-binary or just my body changing as I age. Right. But my body image been like bad lately. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I know not every like person who um is non-binary or genderqueer or trans is going to experience that, but it does it does happen to <laughs> I'd say a few of us. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, like that's yeah, that's a very common experience. Yeah, so it's like there's like that happening. There's like fears and anxieties and mm-hmm. good feelings and bad feelings, and it's all very overwhelming. So it's like I 100% understand why you why that why you were like that for a while. <laughs> See, now like, you're experiencing it, but you don't drink, so you get to have the misfortune, or no, you get to have the fortune rather of. Not just kind of making a nincompoop of yourself in front of all of your loved ones. I mean, I'm still pretty good at that. <laughs> <laughs> I could do it without alcohol, thanks. <laughs> I'm so good at embarrassing myself. I don't even need booze. <laughs> um, so uh, I know you've been toying around with some, like, as well as labels, you've been toying around with some pronouns recently. Um, with this answer being very subject to change, where are you feeling like right now? As of right now, I'm still very, very comfy with she, her, and I think it's my number one preference. Mm -hmm. Um, and for a while I had she and they, them on my Twitter profile. Right. And then I made some peace where I was like, no, I'm definitely just as she, her. I I don't, I can be non-binary and still go by she. Absolutely. So I got rid of the they, them. And then a week later, I took some selfies and I looked at the selfies and I'm like, that's no she, her. And I had a crisis. <laughs> that ain't a she, her if I ever saw it. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm doing she, her and they, them right now and trying on they, them. Yeah. But I don't think I want to get rid of she, her. So I think I have some like fluidity and flexibility in my pronouns. Um, I don't feel any need to be called he, him, even though I've definitely got, like, boy feelings. Yeah. Uh, And those have been getting... They wax and wane. There's definitely a fluidity, and I don't know if I'm just going to end up settling on gender fluid Mm -hmm. or demi-fluid or whatever. There's so many identities. Yeah. Uh, Can you, like, quick brush up on a demi-fluid? I think that's one that's a little, that's a term that's a little less known than gender fluid. Oh, yes. Um, It is, I I found it only through doing some research, uh, and I'm going to search it right now so that I get it right. (laughs) Okay, from the non-binary wiki. I love that wiki. It's (laughs) like a list of non-binary genders, and it is extensive. I highly encourage anybody who, like, may be thinking that they're non-binary to go check out the non-binary wiki, because that place is thorough as get-out. Yes, it's a really nice resource. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, so according to the non-binary wiki, uh, demi-fluid is an identity for someone whose gender is partially fluid, with the other part being static. Um, and it's funny, because the example they give is, like... Uh, a part. Oh, it says their. It's like their example is somebody whose gender is woman, but there's a part of them that fluctuates mm-hmm. to um, man or gender queer. Like, and that 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 uh, speaks to me. I don't know if my my. I don't know if I'm I'm demi fluid or just really slow on the road to g- uh, gender fluid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so super quick, because like this is something that I've been handling the last year, um, and I still don't know the answer to it because like when I think of like in the past, for example, when I identified as a woman, like I knew I was a woman, and now that I don't know that I'm a woman, and in fact know that I am not. I still don't know what it is. There's that elusive something that makes someone a woman or a man or neither or both or whatever of those. 
And it's like, I wish that I could just like grab it. I like, I wish it was tangible. Like that would be very helpful because it's like I know it in my soul. You know, like I yeah, like it's it's there. I know it, but like literally trying to articulate it is like it, it like it never happens. Yeah. <laughs> It's, um, it's really tough because, um, like, I mentioned the fluidity and, like, there's certain feelings that wax and wane where I discovered demi-fluidity and I talked to you about it mm-hmm. and I was really comfy with it and I was like, I'm gonna try this on for a while. Yeah. And then, um, a week or two later, I was like, no, I'm, I'm a, I'm a woman I was making that up for attention, probably. I'm definitely a woman. There's that imposter syndrome. Um, yeah, but also it was just that like my my femme feelings were just like real there, and then um and then I hit this point where that went away, and I was like, I have to be as neutral as possible, and I have um sections of my life where I'm like, no, I want to be a little more masculine this week, mm-hmm. or like. It's just, it's weird because when I'm at my most uh, feminine, it feels like I faked the whole thing and I can't even imagine not being feminine. And then now I'm in a more neutral and masculine, like, leaning place and I have a hard time imagining myself feminine. Yeah. (laughs) It sucks. (laughs) Yeah, it's like whenever you fluctuate, it's like, can't relate. Femininity? Who is she? <laughs> I don't know her. And let me tell you, hell on my wardrobe. Hell on your wardrobe. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, ugh, ugh. I need to shop at other places besides Target because <laughs> I just am running out of money from being like, I have no fancy clothes that aren't dresses. And like, I like, mm. I like a dress sometimes, but I don't like a dress every time but sometimes i gotta be fancy i feel that so hard i had um i had jury duty this week Mm. and um i was under the impression that i should dress somewhat like formally for that like a business kind of vibe my mistake i got there and there were people in just like t-shirts and ripped jeans but whatever there's always going to be somebody at jury duty who's doing worse than you are (laughs) true But, like, I I was like, okay, I should dress up. I have a lot of dresses. I love my dresses. Right now I'm not in a place where I can, like, wear some of those. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll throw on this blazer and this this button-up and my khakis, which, like, don't fit me. So I was like, this is as neutral or, like, somewhat masculine I can get while being business or somewhat formal. And it feels so bad. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh, like the amount of times that I'm like, all right, nice masculine shirt, nice masculine pants, and the only fancy shoes I have are fucking red flats. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. And and even with, I mean, I wasn't trying super hard, but like I had my hair pulled back and I had the blazer and I was trying not to be super femme. I didn't feel super femme. Yeah. And, of course, that's the day where I get called a bitch on the street, and I was like, ooh, worse than usual. (laughs) Loving this. (laughs) Oh, this this is awful. Yeah. I will say, like, for anybody listening to this who is overwhelmed by, like, wardrobe stuff, because, like, that is a very real issue in, like, the trans community, like, don't worry, because there are resources. Like, I see people all the time doing like clothing swaps and stuff like that and like i mean there's thrift stores there's uh organizations that specifically collect clothing uh to facilitate uh like helping people who need clothes that are like will help them pass quotes 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 um like there's resources out there it's just that I know what a target looks like, and my anxiety says that I can only go to locations I know about. Mm-hmm. But there's hope mm-hmm. for you. Hey, don't worry. There's places <laughs> you can go if you don't have that very specific anxiety. Unfortunately for me, hashtag relatable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, all right. So it sounds like a good summary of this is, I'm CJ, I use they, them pronouns. You're Jen, 
you're currently using she, her, and they, them, TBD, I'm androgene, yeah. or non-binary, and you're in the making. TBD. TBD's pretty good. <laughs> Just don't call me a woman, and don't ask me what Jen is short for, because it's for Jen. It's it's Jen, it's Jen. I had somebody, sorry, I had somebody at some point be like, CJ, what does that stand for? And I'm like... My name. <laughs> it stands, get ready. It stands for my first name and my middle name. Whoa. <laughs> to unlock further information, uh, you have to access level 50. No one has ever accessed level 50. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, do we want to move on to uh, our non personal updates before uh, we get into games? Uh, real quick, yes. I have another somewhat update, oh, yeah. if that's yes, okay. yes, yes, Sorry, go ahead. Because also, just as bi as ever, um, but I know in my episode I talked about asexuality, mm-hmm. and I would like to, um, just do a little update on that, because I've experienced some stuff because since that episode. <laughs> okay. Um, where it's just like, hey, that's, for me, it's a very fluid thing where it's like, sometimes I'm very ace and sometimes I'm very not. But even at mm-hmm. my acest, I just want to put forth, that doesn't mean that people can't make, like, references to sex or sex jokes near me. Okay. Um, cause I've had, I've had quite a few people, like, apologize after making a sex joke and I'll be like, what, why? And they're like, <laughs> oh, cause you're ace. And it's like, well, I'm only a little bit ace. And also, I don't care. <laughs> I, I know about sex. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be like if people apologize whenever they do weed jokes around me. Like, yeah. I've heard of weed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, CJ, I don't want to make you uncomfortable. <laughs> and like, I appreciate where that's coming from, sure, but I just yeah. want to put forth, it's like, unless... You know that person is uncomfortable just because somebody's ace. Like, I have um, ace friends who are very uncomfortable with um, references to sex or sex jokes. I'm not one of them. I don't care. Uh, I have have a fairly active sex life, and I like a good sex joke just as much as anyone else. It's just how I experience all of that is different. So just, yeah. yeah, just that little update out there. <laughs> yeah, and it, yeah, I mean, in general, just like, it, just because somebody is ace by default does not necessarily mean that they don't have sex or don't know about sex or like, even like some ace people like, like having sex. Like it's just, it, it, there, there's not necessarily a correlation there. Is what you're saying? Yeah, because it's it's all about sexual attraction. Not it's not about sex drive or if you choose to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Word. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's it. <laughs> good to know. I'm I'm just as into sex as I was before, <laughs> which is to say, I don't identify as somebody on the ace spectrum. Good update. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, all right. We uh we we got it all covered i think so cool all right then let's move on to some quick uh business keeping but it's it's gonna be fun business keeping there are two good news things uh the first one is that we have a second live show coming up and it's gonna be our one year anniversary slash national coming out day celebration i'm freaking excited yeah because the live show is happening on thursday october 11th which as everybody knows is national coming out day but also is the day that we released our very first episode of my gay agenda a year ago yay so that is going to be at 9 p.m uh it is uh thanks to the philly improv theater uh, uh improv theater located in philadelphia that fucking explained itself i didn't have to do that (laughs) um but uh it's going to be at the um the adrian theater in center city uh on the second stage which is on their second floor uh tickets are only eight dollars um and once a uh facebook event is released that will also have ticketing information so you can buy your tickets in advance i believe you can also buy tickets at the door as well um we don't have the biggest capacity i think it's like 40 or 50 seats so depending on the popularity of the show make sure you get your tickets before they sell out if we sold out i'd be so i don't think can i say something i'd be so happy yeah 
I'd be happy if somebody came out at our coming out celebration show. Hey, if you want to oh, come man. out, come on ahead. You have full permission. I'll, it's a safe place. We'll scream with joy. If you want to see two grown people cry. <laughs> That's a good way to do it. Yeah. If you too want to use the Philly Improv Theater as a way to come out and then have a bunch of people scream, like me, come on over. Please, turn CJ into a trendsetter. Yes. It's going to be really fun, so I hope that we see a bunch of people there. So yeah, come to that. Uh, be on the lookout on our Facebook page for information and the event and all that, and step on by. Uh, and then the second thing is that we are going to be launching a Patreon uh, for anybody who's not aware of what Patreon is, it's a service through which uh, creatives like ourselves, or there's also the most notable one being Amanda Palmer, um, but like just anybody who is an artist that continually creates things, uh, people can use Patreon to give uh, monetary support monthly, and in exchange they receive like some exclusive benefits. Mm -hmm. So it's just like a monthly way to support the people who make work. Uh, we decided to go down this path because um, we've, in general, always wanted to keep this uh, podcast free and the information that we're uh, providing people and the entertainment for free. We want to make sure that it's always accessible and there's not a financial barrier so this was the best way to keep this accessible to everyone um patreon is just for if you're a sort of person who has the monetary capacity to do so um to support what it is that we're doing then that is your avenue to do it and if you'll recall from harrison's episode of this show that one of the big items on our um, gay agenda is to pay queer artists. Yeah. So pay us, maybe. Although, <laughs> um, <laughs> if you want and can. Yeah. Um, our Patreon is very like community spreading based. Um, our pledge levels are relatively small. Our lowest price level being three dollars, and our highest one being twenty. And each one of them, you get a perk. So for the three dollar one, we'll give you a shout out on your social medias of choice. If you go up to the twenty dollar one, then uh, you get a song written by either me or Jen. Um, and then the in-between stuff, you could get like a sticker. We'll thank you at the end of episodes. All that good stuff. So you'll be able to see those price levels which by the way guys jen made the cutest art for this <laughs> oh my gosh uh she made drawings of our characters like danik zuko and Oop, the skateboarding axolotl and i i'm pretty sure i'm gonna put Oop as my phone screensaver because it is just so oh. precious for nothing else, go to our Patreon so you can see this great art. The drawing of Ollie Oop is one of my favorite things I think I've ever made ever. They're just so <laughs> sweet. Oh, gosh. Okay, anyway. Um, so once we launch that, you can head on over. Well, it's live now. Uh, so you can head on over to patreon.com slash mygayagenda and help us out. All of that money is going to directly go to improving... The podcast, I already know of several purchases I want to make to improve the audio quality, but yeah. will also help us uh, like participate in like events and festivals and things like that that may require some sort of like monetary uh, thing to participate in. Like we want to make sure that we're advertising the uh, podcast so that as many people as possible can hear it, as well as like getting outreach for guests so you're not just hearing people in the Philly area. <laughs> talk about being gay um you can hear from people all around the world is my dream and you can help make that dream happen and also improve the audio quality make our gay dreams come true yeah so that's business stuff let's play a game all right so i have here i googled uh queer bingo yes <laughs> So I unfortunately don't have a name to attach to this, but if you search queer bingo on image search on Google, uh, you'll find this exact LGBT bingo board that I'm going to use. I'm so excited. Uh, so I will read it out loud and I will mark off if either of us works it. This is like, going to be a team bingo. Okay. So is is it, um, are the things like uh, we're trying to identify things that we relate to or things that we can define or? There are definitely things that we can relate to or are true about us. Okay. That's my favorite option. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. 
So the first one just says, is an admin, which I think means like administrator of a Facebook page or a Tumblr blog. Oh, an admin? Yeah. Does our Facebook page count? I think so. I'm going to mark it. I'm marking it with red hearts. Yay! Have either of us listened to Girls Like Girls? It's a Haley Kiyoko song. Oh, I have heard this song. Yes. Oh, I'll mark it off for you. I still haven't listened to Haley Kiyoko because I'm a bad gay. Uh, go watch the Girls Like Girls music video because it's just very gay. Oh, I'm going to leave it pulled up right now from when I searched it, and I'm going to watch it as soon as we're done recording. Awesome. All right, next. Okay. Next, uh, uses gender-neutral pronouns. <laughs> me. Uh, has questioned order. Has questioned order. Order? Like law and order? Like society's order? Like maybe restaurant order? I've questioned my restaurant order so many times. I don't know if I can affirm this in good faith. I don't really know what they're talking about. I don't either. Why don't we leave it blank? Yeah. Just in I'm case. I'm sure we'll get to um, bingo. I'm, I'm positive We're we both will. really gay. I think we can do this. <laughs> We have, uh, has piercings. Uh, yeah, I got my ears pierced and my belly button pierced. And I've got my ears. All right. Owns something gay. I have a lot of gay things. I have two beer cozies. I don't drink beer. (laughs) I have a tiny pride flag hanging off of my bulletin board right in front of me right now. I also have a gay flask. Hey, I don't drink out of a flask. (laughs) Why do I have no gay wine things? Sometimes you have to get something just because it's gay. Oh, that's exclusive. That's exclusively why I purchased those items. Like specifically because they were gay, no other reason. Uh, Next is watches anime, which makes me feel called out. (laughs) I do not watch anime. Called out. I watch anime, and I watch every single anime I watch and go, this could be gayer. Yeah, check that off. You know, all right. Has or wants a binder? I have a binder. <sighs> I want a binder. Yeah, so we're we're good. We're I both. kind of wear a sports bra as a daily binder because, hey, my boobs are so small that I can just do that. I wanted to purchase a binder when I played Antonio in Twelfth Night because I was committing and, uh, and that's where I was like, if I'm playing a dude, that's when I'm going to feel my dude oats and I cut my hair short and I painted on masculinizing makeup and then I panicked and didn't buy a binder because it scares me <laughs> but someday yeah you'll someday. get there you'll get there this is in school's GSA but I mean we're both mega graduated yeah I was in my school's GSA then we'll check it off for you I went to exactly one meeting of our university's GSA. That was thing. a lot. Yeah, and like at that first meeting, at that first meeting, somebody turned to me and was like, "So what are you?" And I was like, "Yeah, that's that's a bit." Yeah, I was pretty active in my high school's GSA, not really in the college one. We've already checked off more than we haven't. We're definitely gonna get bingo. Oh, for sure. Okay, next is, is in the closet, which, and, hmm. That's a big question. I'm saying I'm pretty truthfully out about what I've got going on. Oh, you're, yeah, you're as out as I think anyone can be. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm mostly, I mean, with my gender stuff, I'm not, like, out, out. I mean, yeah. except for uh, to everyone who listens to this podcast and our circle of friends. Right. I feel like... And plus, like, since you're on a gender journey, I feel like being in the closet necessitates that you know what it is that you are and are choosing not to disclose that. Yeah, I'm not, like, live updating my family and, like, co-workers. Yeah. (laughs) Like, today, I felt like a boy. (laughs) Yeah, definitely at one point I sat down with my mom and dad to, quote, come out to them. And I was, literally, I was just like, I don't know what my gender is right now. Please hold. (laughs) And they were like, okay. (laughs) That's a good way to do it, though. (laughs) Um, All right, so I'll leave is in the closet blank. I won't check that one off. Even though we have a podcast about it. Yeah. I don't think we can do that. This next one says, does theater. Well, leave that blank. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well. That's all we do, so check that off. Literally all we do. All right, this next one confuses me. It says, um, has gay moments? I am a gay moment. Like, what are you talking about? 
I'd say check that <laughs> off. Freak- We're both pretty big gay moments. Yeah, I feel like there's at least 12 times a day where I have to, like, pause and take a gay moment, so. Yeah, yeah, definitely check that off. Next is unnatural hair color. After we record, I'm about to go dye my hair. I'm going to check it off because even though at this exact moment... Yeah, we're both definitely owners of unnatural hair. Just right now, I couldn't dye because of my sister's wedding, but now my sister's wedding is over and I finally decided what hair color I want, so I'm doing that soon. (laughs) Listens to Emo Trinity. No. Now, the, the Emo Trinity, that's, um... My Chemical Romance, nope. Panic at the Disco, and Fallout Boy, if I'm not mistaken? Okay, well, I listened to Panic. I more listened to Fallout Boy, never really got into My Chemical Romance. I don't really listen to any of them, like, religiously. Quite frankly, unless no. Emo Trinity is a musical by Dave Malloy, then I don't listen to it. <laughs> the sequel to Ghost Quartet. <laughs> is Emo Trilogy. <laughs> Okay, then. Guys, we lost Brent. We keep, so far, in three of the five lines of bingo, we have all but one marked, so we're barely and narrowly narrowly missing bingo right now. All right, we could, let's buckle up. (sighs) Rapid fire, we got this. Uh, Watches YouTubers. Yes. Yeah? I watch Binging with Babish. (laughs) Oh, I love Binging with Babish. Oh, and Lindsay Ellis. I love Lindsay Ellis. Oh, me too. Um, yeah, so and I'm, yes. I'm a big fan of uh, Lovely Lore and ALB in Wonderland, who are both two openly queer women. So Yay! With brightly colored hair. <laughs> yeah. So check that off. Next. Yes. All right. Cried on June 26th. I didn't cry. It did have a very emotional impact on me, but my relationship to crying is pretty complicated. <laughs> I cry about most things, but I wasn't very aware of my queerness when same-sex marriage was legalized. Right. Um, And I was happy, but I didn't feel as connected as I do now. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So we'll skip Skip that that. one, I guess. All right. Has a cat. (laughs) My parents do. I I can't say I do. I love JD and Turk very much, but they are not my cats. (laughs) I had a cat for many, many years. I lost him this year. Right. And then... um, my birthday week, which will be late September, uh, we're going to start shopping, me and my partner, for some new fuzzy friends. Yay! So am I allowed to check this off because I have cats yeah, coming I'd, soon? Yeah, I'd say if time is your only barrier, then you can check that off. Time is always my only barrier between me and cats. <laughs> All right, next is confusing it says is out to three people i mean i'm out to at least three people what i see the spirit of the question is if we're out but only to a certain number of people yeah yeah so i guess that doesn't really apply right we do have a Uh, podcast and i know that at least four people listen to us (laughs) thank goodness (laughs) i love you four very much (laughs) <laughs> what watches supernatural that's a hard nope from me that's also a no next all right uh out to parents yes yeah i you know what honestly i don't think i've updated them on my exact label but i they are aware that i'm not a woman so i'd say yeah i i the day i came out um on facebook i also called my parents and had a talk with them, and they were like, all right, you should tell your brother. And I was like, okay, so I called my brother, and I told him, and he was like, all right, is that the only reason you called? Right. <laughs> Next is, has has a Tumblr? Not anymore. I quit two years ago. Oh, I quit, but then I relapsed, and I'm back on there. Mm, check that off. <laughs> has short hair. You? Yeah. <laughs> has been in a parade. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, it was more of a childhood thing. No, no. Well, oh, also no. in college, there were the um, homecoming parades. Oh, and, right. Um, and I participated in those every year. So, yeah, I've been in parades. I want to be in a parade. Oh, okay. And this last one is a call out. Okay. Um, is bad at math. Wow. Wow, I got called out so hard. Check, 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 yep, check, yep. check. Okay, so uh, officially, we have three different bingos on this board. Woohoo! We did it. <laughs> we beat bingo. We're triple gay. Yeah, we did it. Woo! All right. Loved that. Loved that. 
This turned, like, with the game and with us talking, this turned more into, like, hang out with the hosts episode. That that can be nice every once in a while. Yeah, sort of, like, getting to know you, getting to like you, that type from King and I. Yeah, Yeah. that show. (laughs) All right, well, that's going to do it for us. Jen, did you want to plug your social medias? Yeah, Uh, follow me on Twitter if you want. I'm at underscore Glitter Goblin. I make, um... At underscore Glitter Goblin underscore. Whoops, got ahead of myself. Uh, I make a lot of tweets about being anxious and depressed, but in a funny way. Yeah. Um, and I complain about people a lot. Also, just because this is the Just Us episode, I'll individually plug my Instagram. Uh, follow me at glitter.goblin on Instagram or glitter.goblin.draws if you want to see my art. Yeah, um, and with the uh, art thing uh you can also commission art from jen who makes very good art one time i commissioned art from jen and to give to a friend and that friend cried from joy (laughs) so if you want your friend to cry from joy go buy art from jen if you want your friend to cry from joy and then jen to cry from cry by proxy from hearing about anyone crying from joy (laughs) uh yeah all right um (laughs) i guess I, i never really plug my social media stuff but if anybody wants to follow me on Instagram, I'm CJ Higgins Theater. But otherwise, uh, as always, if you like our podcast, you can rate us and subscribe and do tell all of your friends. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at My Gay Agenda, an investigative podcast, on Twitter at Gay Agenda Cast, and now on Patreon. Hey, if you're cis and or het, and you have benefited from knowledge that we and our guests have given you, do consider supporting us on Patreon. And that way you can say that you financially support gay people. Yay. Not to guilt you, but you do owe us. Anyway. um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm an asshole. All right. Cool. So I think that does it. Sign us out, Jen. All right. Until next week, put this on your gay agenda. Fight the power. Love yourself. Spend a little time taking taking care of yourself. Do a little special thing for you this week. You gotta. Treat yourself. And that's our gay agenda. That's our gay agenda. That's our gay agenda. We just want to exist.